Well, hi there. I wanted to take some time and uh, just try to share some thoughts here with you today. And it's a brand new year, and I've gone through this process of setting goals now for probably a couple of years now um, that I've been uh, more intentional about setting some annual goals. And wanted to talk a little bit about that. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump into that in a minute. Some specifics on uh, how to uh, how to set goals that uh, you actually uh, mean to achieve. Uh, Michael Hyatt says uh, to accomplish our goals, we must distill our dreams into daily actions. And I found that's really true. And trying to uh, trying to make that happen on a daily basis is really where the battle is won or lost. This last Tuesday was kind of the end of the uh, holiday season for us. We dropped off our oldest daughter at the airport and she made her way back to Hope Sound, Florida, where she's starting her second semester there. And, you know, there were a lot of emotions. Obviously, um, this Christmas season has been a little different uh, for us with uh, Rebecca having surgery, uh, removing her spleen in early December. And then there was a period of quarantine after we had some COVID exposure. So our, our month was just really different than uh, most years. And uh, we didn't uh, get that Christmas card out um, <laughs> that uh, we had planned on doing. And there were a lot of other things that just went undone. But we really had a beautiful reflective uh, Advent season. And uh, as I dropped Kalen off at the airport and drove away, it, it was kind of bittersweet. Uh, we, we treasured every single moment of our time together and thank God for it. And uh, while we, we shed some tears of grief uh, at parting again, um, there were some things that, uh, that God's teaching us. Uh, God's been at work in our family, uh, teaching us to rely on him. And, you know, as we waited at every stage of Kaylin's journey to hear if she had made it through security and had she made her connecting flight in Atlanta or had she made it to her destination yet, uh, you know, the thing that hit me was I was absolutely helpless to a sister. There was nothing I can do. She was in God's hands. And uh, I had a similar feeling as we were waiting for Rebecca to get out of her spleen surgery um, and to start that process of recovery. We were just completely helpless. There was nothing at that moment that we could do. We were in God's hands. Her life was in God's hands. And, you know, so much of uh, life right now, especially, uh, just seems completely out of control. And uh, we make plans uh, we have goals, um, we have responsibilities, but but have to realize that the Lord is sovereign. And uh, there are times when uh, all we can do is just trust him. It was 20 years ago um, in March that our family started in full-time ministry. It doesn't even seem possible that it's been that long, but uh, it it is uh, already 20 years in for us. And uh, I, I haven't figured it all out for sure. Um, there's a lot that I'm still learning uh, day by day. But one of the things that I'm, I'm learning is this balance between planning for the future, doing our best to put a plan in place. Somebody said, if you, 
if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And uh, it's, uh, it's really true. Uh, you, you have to start by having a plan. Um, and then, as someone else said, uh, make it subject to smash. <laughs> you, uh, you realize that even the best laid plan is not going to be executed the way you think it will because it, it, there are things that happen that you can't control, and that's okay. And so resting in the fact that we do serve a sovereign God, he knows what he's doing, it's going to be okay, and yet at the same time planning for the future and distilling our dreams, as Michael Hyatt put it, into daily action. There's a, there's a fine balance there. You know, Jesus said, take no thought for tomorrow. Uh, every day has enough trouble of its own. And so there's a sense in which, you know, we just live day to day. And at the same time, um, if you just uh, just wander through life uh, with with no goal, uh, how are you going to know that you got where you're where you're really going? You, you've got to have a, a, a sense of, of direction and of, of a goal. So uh, I set a few goals uh, this year and I started actually before the end of the year. Uh, writing down on kind of five by seven note cards uh, the big picture of what I'd like to see accomplished in the various areas of my life, and try to uh, try to put those down uh, as clearly as possible. So again, uh, you know, I want to lose weight next year is not a goal um, because it doesn't really have any action attached to it. What you've got to figure out is what is going to help you get to that, to that place. And so for me, uh, my goal is to work out, uh, one hour, three times a week and to uh, listen to a book while I do it so that I'm not just, uh, uh, wasting my time, um, (laughs) with, uh, with keeping my mind idle. Um, and that I do that, uh, on a regular basis with the goal of getting down to, 185 pounds by the end of the year, uh, eating healthier, exercising three times a week, and uh, losing weight, getting down to 185. And uh, that's my goal. And I've got that laid out. I know uh, how many pounds I need to uh, to lose per month. And the way that I'm going to do that is by eating less, exercising more, uh, burning more calories. Uh, another goal that I have for this year uh, is to read scripture and pray daily until my soul is fed. You know, uh, it's easy for uh, ministers of the gospel, I think, to become sloppy in in their habits and uh, to just uh, kind of go through the motions. And I have, uh, I've been challenged in this area to, uh, to really read and pray uh, daily until my soul is fed. And so uh, I have a goal of doing that and um, making that an ongoing habit. Uh, I'll also have a goal this year of reading and listening to 36 character-building, paradigm-changing books. And so that's three books a month. And uh, by God's grace, uh, I'm going to be doing that. I have kind of eight other goals in my year and things that are specific. They're actionable. They're things that uh, are exciting to me. Uh, they may seem a little bit risky. It's like, man, how am I going to get there? I'm going to really have to stay busy if I'm going to. And uh, uh, that's uh, that's what a goal should be. 
It should be something that challenges you. Um, so I want to encourage you to, uh, to set goals and then begin to do the hard work of figuring out how am I going to uh, distill my dreams into daily actions? How am I going to do that on a daily basis? And uh, one of the great uh, tools in the Full Focus Planner that I use every day is uh, the section uh, for the daily big three. You know, if I don't get anything else done today, what are the things that I need to do today? What are the things that uh, are, are really important? The other tool that uh, I just finished filling out is uh, the ideal week. And for me, I do this uh, different each quarter. I find that uh, my summers uh, really are, are better spent uh, kind of making time for traveling and people and uh, meeting in that way. And the, the first quarter or the winter, um, there's, uh, there's more time for reflection and for writing and uh, generating content. And so my ideal week looks different in the first quarter than it does in the second and part of the third. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of things that um, if you do not uh, get started on it at the beginning of the year, if you don't really lay out uh, where you're going, you're not going to get there. And so whatever it is that God has given you to do, um, I just want to challenge you to, to go after that, to do it, and to do it with great love, to do it with a, a passion for God that uh, will supersede everything else and not be distracted. The enemy of the best is the good. And many times there's lots of good things. Uh, my friend Gabe Norris says it's the other spiritual law. Uh, people love you and have a wonderful plan for your life. <laughs> and so uh, if you're doing anything at all, you're going to have somebody knocking on your door and saying, hey, why don't you come over here and help us with this? Why don't you do this? And so instead of accomplishing your goals, you're going to just end up accomplishing uh, other people's goals or helping them accomplish their goals. Um, that's the way it works is if you don't have a plan, um, you are going to end up uh, being subject to somebody else's plan. And so what I love about creating goals and creating my own ideal week and creating a, a daily big three and a weekly big three is that uh, it really helps me to refocus and be able to say no with more intentionality, to be able to say when the phone rings and uh, there's somebody that uh, you know has a, a wonderful opportunity. I'm sure, it's great for somebody. To be able to say no and to know why. Um, because every yes really is a no, and every no is also a yes. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to other things. Uh, God has made us all differently, and because we are so incredibly different and have different gifts and abilities and things that just make our dashboard light up, when we find that place where what we're really passionate about uh, also meets uh, what we're really good at, there's some really great things that can happen there. And so I just want to encourage you to really, if you haven't yet set goals for this year, I want to encourage you to do that and give some thought. What are the things that uh, you would like to see accomplished this year and things that are actionable, 
things that uh, are, are measurable, something that you can actually do something about, and then uh, work your way towards that and see uh, how God can help you to accomplish uh, things that uh, he wants you to accomplish and that you need to accomplish in, uh, in 2022. Well, those are just a few thoughts that I wanted to share with you. Thanks so much for listening. And if it's a, uh, a help to you at all, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I just consider this kind of a, a conversation. Uh, I know it's one way because uh, you're only hearing me, but I would love to hear from you. And uh, feel free to message me, Eric Heimlich at gmail.com is my email address. Thanks so much. Have a great day.